Welcome to The Daily Word. I'm, I'm really glad that you've joined me and thank you for doing that. Now for today's Daily Word, we're going to go into the Gospel of John right at the end of chapter 2. And I'll tell you where I really felt like the Lord uh, got my attention was these last couple of verses of the chapter where we read that you know many people are responding to Jesus. Uh, he's amazing them with his teaching. He's amazing them with his, his miracles, and they're beginning to trust in him. And yet it says in verse 24, but Jesus didn't trust them because he knew all about people. No one needed to tell him about human nature, for he knew what was in each person's heart. It's one of those things that will really stop you short because, um, you know, Nobody really knows what's in our hearts. We guard so many things. We have thoughts and, and so forth, and, and we, don't, we don't go around sharing all of those things that come from our hearts. And, and, and yet, the Lord knows us completely. Top of our head, soles of our feet, side to side, inside out, God knows us. Every cell, every molecule, every atom, I mean, the whole, the whole deal right? Every little bit of us. And he knows our hearts. And what really, um, honestly, what really kind of shook me and convicted me is, says that he knew what was in their hearts. He knew all about them. And so he didn't trust them. And I, I want to be someone that the Lord can trust. I want to be someone that the Lord looks at my heart and, and he concludes, yeah, you know what, I, I, can, trust, I can trust Jeremy. I, I know his heart. And, and that leads, I think, to the question of how do, we, how do we change our hearts? There's this assumption in our culture that our, our hearts, and, and most times when, when the culture is talking about that, when folks in the world are talking about that, they mean our emotions. Folks in the culture think that the part of us that's immutable, that, that isn't, changed, uh, isn't changing, that is, is really who we are, is our hearts. And, and, and the, the thought process then is that what you want to do is you want to follow your heart. And honestly, that's, that's one of the, the worst things, if not the worst things that we can do. Because what we end up with then is following our fickle feelings. Um, we end up following the corrupted desires of our flesh, believing that we are living out uh, who we truly are. And in one sense, we could say that that's true because what's inside of us comes out. I mean, it does. And so in a sense, we could say, well, that's, that's who we really are. Um, but we must never settle. Never settle for the shape of our hearts until as we stand before Jesus, we are transformed fully into his image because we see him as he is. And, and therefore, how do we change our hearts? What does that process look like? How do we 
how do we achieve it? The, the book of, of Romans, as we look in, uh, in chapter 2, we, we read about circumcision and uh, the Jewish law. This was a sign that someone belonged to God. They would be circumcised as a sign of that. But Paul says here, true circumcision is not merely obeying the letter of the law. Rather, it is a change of heart produced by the Spirit. A person And a person with a changed heart seeks, to pray, seeks praise from God, not from people. There is a real change within us that is wrought by the Holy Spirit. And so apparently then, the changing of our hearts is something that we allow God to do, that we cooperate with God in doing. The scriptures all throughout Old and New Testament are, are pointing toward this, this change of our inward being, this change of our, of our hearts, that which motivates us, that which is the way in which we think, uh, that, that which we're passionate about. Uh, and, and yeah, the way that we process situations and the way uh, we control our feelings. For instance, you know, in um, Ezekiel 36, this, this verse that has always touched my heart, God says, I'm going to take away your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. In the book of Jeremiah, the prophet 24, verse 7, God says that He's going to give His people a heart to know Him, Right? And, and the way that I'd, I'd like to kind of wrap things up today is pointing you to uh, a passage that I believe gives us uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of instruction really about the transformation of our hearts practically. How do we make this happen? How do we cooperate and allow the Spirit to change us? And, and honestly, it is, it is to look at the Lord with the surrender of our hearts to look at Him, to see His glory, and in His glory, seeing His goodness through the Word, through worship, through meditating on the Word of God and the goodness of the character of God, we are transformed. In chapter 3 of 2 Corinthians, Paul is, is, is talking about the excellencies of Christ as in the New Covenant as compared to Moses in the Old Covenant that Moses' face would shine with the glory of God when he had been talking with the Lord face to face as, as friends. And he says, you know, that, that, that glory, the people couldn't, they couldn't stand it, right? It was too much and so that he would veil his face and, and that glory would begin to fade. But it's a different deal with us because of Jesus Christ, our relationship with God. We have unveiled faces. We, we can behold the glory of God and, and be changed by His radiance. His radiance makes us radiant, transforms who we are. Chapter 3, verse 18 of 2 Corinthians, So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. As we behold the goodness, the glory of God, we are transformed more and more. The beauty of, of God, of His character, of His nature, of His love, actually 
changes us. We, we start to do what we were made to do, more and more reflect the glory of God, the goodness of God, and that change is from the inside out. And so may we fix our eyes on Jesus, seek Him in His words, seek Him in worship, seek Him in prayer, seek Him as we meditate on His word and on His good character, so that beholding Him with unveiled faces, we would know the Spirit of God making us more and more like Him. May it be so, in Jesus' name, amen. And until we get a chance to speak again, may God bless you and keep you.